This is TSC Now, a podcast from the TSC Alliance. Hello and welcome to TSC Now. I'm your host, Dan Klein. This is a special early episode because next week on February 14th is International Epilepsy Awareness Day and also the kickoff of the second annual Seizure Action Plan Awareness Week led by the Seizure Action Plan Coalition, consisting of the Dravet Syndrome Foundation, Lennox Gusteau Syndrome Foundation, and TSC Alliance. The mission of the coalition is to raise awareness of what a Seizure Action Plan, or SAP, is, educate on the importance of an SAP in the health management of those with epilepsy, and create and share resources to help those with epilepsy and their caregivers develop an individualized SAP. Learn more at seizureactionplans.org. This month's episode is sponsored by Noema Pharma, and in recognition of International Epilepsy Awareness Day, today's episode will focus on their ongoing clinical trial to treat seizures common in TSC. A Swiss biotech company, Noema, is investigating a novel substance which has shown some positive effects in laboratory models related to TSC. The substance is called basimglorin and it affects the activity of glutamate, an important molecule used by many neurons to communicate with other neurons in the brain by acting on a receptor for glutamate called mGluR5. The company is running a clinical trial to test whether the effects seen in the laboratory may also be seen in people. Today, to better understand what is mGluR5 and what role it plays in TSC, I'm joined by Ipe Elgersma, professor of molecular neuroscience head research of the Department of Clinical Genetics and director of the Encore Expertise Center for Neurodevelopment Disorders at the Erasmus Medical Center in the Netherlands, and John Kemp, former chief scientific officer at Noema. Here's my conversation with Ipe and John. So to begin, John, perhaps you can tell me what is mGluR5? mGluR5 is the shortened name for metabotropic glutamate receptor 5. It's a some protein that's found mainly in the brain and its role along with other receptors is to receive signals transmitted by glutamate between neuronal cells. This transmission is important for the normal function of the brain and abnormal overactivity at mGluR5 can lead to increased excitability of neurons, which might potentially lead to sudden uncontrolled electrical disturbance called seizure or epilepsy. And Ipa, just for our listeners who may not be familiar, what is TSC? Well, TSC stands for tuberous sclerosis complex. And as you probably know, the TSC is caused by inherited or de novo mutations in either the TSC1 or the TSC2 gene. Now, this gene produces two distinct proteins called hamartin and tuberin. And these proteins work together to inhibit the activation of another very important protein in the cell called mTOR. mTOR has a major effect on the synthesis of proteins in the cell. And consequently, cell growth, if it's not regulated well, it will lead to abnormal cell differentiation and the development of those cells. And these enlarged cells are actually seen in the TC brain lesions. mTOR is therefore considered a key factor in the mechanism that leads to tuberous sclerosis complex. So now that we understand what mGluR5 is and what TSC is, Ipe, can you tell me what role mGluR5 could play in TSC? Yes, there are substances called allosteric modulators which have an effect on mGluR5 receptors and they can up or down regulate the activity of mGluR5 by binding to the receptor 
and change how that receptor responds to the stimuli. And they can be positive, so-called positive allosteric modulators, or PAMs, leading to increased activity of the receptor, or they can be negative, so-called negative allosteric modulators, or NAMs, leading to decreased activity of the receptors. Now, for simplicity, we will refer to these as positive modulators and negative modulators in this podcast. MGLU5 receptors are present in many areas of the brain, typically affected in TSC, and they're also found in non-cancerous brain tumors known as SEGAs, which are typically for TSC. Now, very recent research into the drugs acting as MGLU5 negative modulators shows that they could be used as a treatment of some central nervous system conditions and possibly also in epilepsy associated with TSC. And this could be a new mechanism of action for treating seizures associated with TSC. Wow, that's really exciting. John, can you tell us a little bit about what we do know about regulating MGLU5? So, Negative modulators of MGLUR5 are being tested as possible new treatments for seizures in TSC. An animal study looking at this mechanism was published by Dr. Sahin and colleagues at the Department of Neurology at Harvard Medical School in Boston, USA, in 2018. These scientists performed a set of experiments in transgenic animals, mice whose genes have been altered to have a low activity of the TSC genes to imitate the root cause of tuberous sclerosis complex. They're also called TSC knockdown mice. In the first experiment, they downregulated the activity of MGLOR5 using a negative modulator, or NAM, of MGLOR5, which led to a reduction in the frequency and duration of seizures in these animals by 65%. The other experiment did the opposite. TSC knockdown mice received a positive modulator of MGLOR5 which potentiated its function and led to more frequent and longer seizures. This demonstrates that downregulating the activity of MGLOR5 has an impact on seizure severity in these animal models. Studies in TSC knockdown mice also outline two paths linking MGLOR5 with increased rates of protein synthesis, a key factor in the mechanism of TSC. The two pathways are called the MECURT pathway and the mTOR signaling pathway we've already heard about. It was shown that the negative modulation of MGUR5 normalized the increased rates of protein synthesis found in brain cells with knockdown TSC function. Finally, Ipa, what do these experiments tell us? Yes, then these findings from the Sahin lab really suggest that there are two parallel roles of MGUR5 that lead to the abnormal changes in brain function related to TSC, in particular to the uncontrolled electrical disturbance resulting in the seizures. Inhibiting MGUR5 function leads to a reduction of the hyperactivity of neurons and to a normalization of the overactive protein synthesis. And these findings suggest that if you can negatively regulate MGLUR5, we could have a very effective medicine for TC-associated seizures. Great. Well, thank you, John and Ipa, for sharing some of the findings that are underpinning this clinical trial. You're very welcome. My thanks again to Ipa and John. So now that we've learned about the animal study with basimglorant, now it's time to learn about what these animal studies might tell us about bringing seizure control to individuals with TSC. And to learn more, we're joined by Ali Mastojalim, Associate Professor of Neurology and Director of the Epilepsy Service and Tuberous Sclerosis Clinic at UCSF Benioff Children's Hospital of Oakland, and George Garibaldi, Chief Medical Officer at NOEMA. Here's my conversation with Ali and George. 
Ali and George, thank you so much for joining me. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us. So Ali, we'll start with you. How can the knowledge from these animal studies bring value to individuals with TSC? Well, the Swiss biotech company Noema has been investigating a substance which has a very strong effect on downregulating mGluR5, and it does so specifically in the brain. This compound is called bisimglurant, and it functions as a negative allosteric modulator of mGluR5. We plan on testing the mechanism that was previously explained. Noema is setting up clinical trials to test whether this effect, which was proven in animal studies by research at Harvard, could also be effective and safe for usage in people. There are a number of good things about the function of a simglorant, but first and foremost, it produces a strong effect and acts specifically in the organ it needs to impact in the disease we are targeting, tuberous sclerosis. And it works, namely in the brain. And George... How are the results from animal studies expected to bring seizure control to individuals with TSC? Noema 101, or basimglorant, has been used in clinical trials already. In recent years, it has been studied in people with two different conditions, depression and developmental delays in a genetic disorder called fragile X. Unfortunately, it wasn't as effective as researchers thought it would be. However, in these trials, the study drug was found to be safe and well tolerated. Over 300 healthy volunteers received the drug either once or repeatedly. Further, an additional 300 people with the two conditions we mentioned received study treatment in clinical trials and overall, the same grant was well tolerated. 88 out of these people were children and adolescents aged 5 to 18 years. They had similar side effects as adults and none of the side effects led to withdrawal of children and adolescents from the study. The most common side effects were upper respiratory tract infections, aggression, vomiting, headache, and fever. Yet, a simgrant is an investigational drug, and there's a lot to learn about it. The learnings from the animal experiments on how mgluR5 NAMs work and the experience from the earlier human studies, however, seem to be sufficient to study it further. My thanks again to Ali and George for joining me and for providing important context about the efficacy of basimglorant in preclinical trials and the safety of the drug in trials in other disease states. So now that we've learned about the potential of a clinical trial looking at basimglorant, let's learn more about an ongoing trial from Noema looking at just that. To learn more, I'm joined by Renata Lazarova, VP of Development of Pediatric Programs at Noema, and Steve Roberts, Chief Scientific Officer at the TSC Alliance. Here's my conversation with Renata and Steve. Renata and Steve, thank you so much for talking to me today. Pleasure to be here. It's great to be here. Thanks, Dan. So Renata, I'll start with you. So Renata, can you tell us what the trial will look like? Basimgruan will be studied in children five years and older and adolescents up to 18 years of age. If their seizures associated with tuberous sclerosis complex are not sufficiently controlled by the current treatment. The study will last a total of 30 weeks and will be run in several clinical centers located across the US, Europe, and Australia. In this study, participants will continue taking their current treatments. The study will compare basimglurant against placebo, which is a sugar pill, and measure how effective basimglurant is in controlling seizures and how safe it is. 
to get this comparison, each participant will take the investigational drug for one part of the study and placebo for the other part of the study, in addition to their regular anticonvulsive medication. This will allow us to compare the investigational drug against placebo for each person individually. During the whole study, the participants will be closely monitored to ensure any potential side effects are identified early and can be managed. Few of those visits will be in the clinic, but the majority at home to make sure the study is not a too big of a burden for the participating family. Study medication, it is capsules, it will be taken orally and if required, can be sprinkled over applesauce. Starting with low initial dose and increasing to the maximal dose, the participant tolerates well. After completion of the 30-week study, those having positive treatment effect and are interested to continue will be offered the possibility to carry on with the treatment for another year. So what are the questions the study looks to answer? With Basengruan being an investigational drug, there are actually several questions that need to be answered. The first question definitely is, does the drug adequately control seizures? Participants in the study will continue receiving their regular anti-epileptic treatment and will take basimgluran in addition to that. We will measure the impact of basimgluran on the frequency, severity, as well as number of days without seizures and compare how it was at the beginning of the study and then how it is at the end of the study. Now, if we show it is effective, we still need to know what is the optimal dose. We need to find out what is the optimal dose for bathingluorant, which is well tolerated and will help to effectively control the seizures. This might differ based on the type of seizures, on age, weight, gender, and ultimately on the individual. To find that optimal dose, we will start with a low dose and increase it in small weekly steps until we identify the optimal for each individual. This will then be the dose on which the person will continue for the rest of the study phase. So after you've determined that the study drug is effective and find that optimal dose, how will you go about finding out whether the drug is safe in people with TSC? The trial participants will be observed in the doctor's clinic in regular intervals, where physical and mental health status assessment will always be performed, including drawing blood and urine samples for laboratory analysis. Between the clinic visits, there will be checks done by the doctor to record and address any unexpected events over the phone or a computer. And then a final important question, how will you go about measuring the impact of the treatment as perceived by the participant and the caregiver? As we learned when talking to the TSC community, this condition has a much more profound impact on the person with TSC and their family. In addition to seizures the families need to deal with, there are also other issues such as behavioral or developmental symptoms. As TSC has a deep impact on the family and broader community, we will pay a special attention to this aspect and we'll be recording how they perceive the impact of treatment. We'll be asking the caregiver to report on their overall impression of symptom change, how the treatment is impacting functioning at school and at social activities. And we will also include additional questions, which will explore what the TSC symptoms are most troubling to patients and their families, how they are impacted by the treatment, and assess their seriousness. That's great. I think it's great that you all are looking at the other symptoms and manifestations that affect quality of life in TSC as part of this trial to better understand the entire experience. My next question is for you, Steve. Noema is a fairly new partner of the TSC Alliance. Why does the TSC Alliance work with Noema? 
Noema is truly patient-centric. They sought collaboration with the TSC Alliance very early in their development process, and we connected when they started to design their clinical program. They invited TSC scientific experts to their advisory board, and they proactively engaged with TSC families. In that case, a contribution from a parent invited to the advisory board was considered equally as valid and important as those of the attending scientists, clinicians, and drug developers. Noema's collaborative approach, focusing on the needs of individuals with TSC, aligns very well with our goals to provide earlier diagnosis and offer better treatment so those living with TSC can live their lives to the full potential. And finally, with the clinical trial up and running, what are the next steps? So Noema's clinical study with their negative modulator of MGLUR5 is starting this year and will recruit participants across the U.S., Russia, Ukraine, Israel, and Australia. For more information, including the list of sites participating in the study, please feel free to contact Joanne Nakagawa at J-N-A-K-A-G-A-W-A at tscalliance.org or by phone at 301 562 Renata and Steve, thank you so much for sharing information on this exciting new clinical trial. That's great to be here. Thank you, Ben. Our thanks again to Noema Pharma for participating in this podcast and sponsoring this episode. To find out more about Noema Pharma, visit www.noemapharma.com. Remember to also check out seizureactionplans.org to learn more about Seizure Action Plan Awareness Week. You can participate in the conversation on social media using the hashtag SAPAW2022. That will do it for this episode of TSC Now. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to TSC Now. Our theme song is Take Charge by Young Presidents. Listen to all our episodes and subscribe to the podcast now at tscalliance.org slash tscnow. See you next time.